Good morning, Church! We are so glad! May partner ako, ah. Saan yung partner ko? <laughs> Saan ka galing? Naging farmer ka na yan, ah. Oo nga, eh. And I pray na tabang lupa ang makakatanggap, no? Ng mga seed, ng word of God ngayong araw na ito. Amen, I agree. And hindi lang magiging taniman ng word of God, but also magiging farmer din, katulad mo. Yes, tama. So, last Sunday ay sinimula natin ang series topic ng change of heart at pinag-usapan natin uh, specifically about preparing the soil. No, The soil represent our heart, di ba? Yes. At may iba't ibang klase ng soil tulad ng mga puso natin. May matigas, mabato, matinig, at malambot. Pero bakit nga ba kailangan natin i-prepare ang soil or ang puso natin? Siyempre, to receive the seed para hindi tumasayang at nakawin ng ibon, which is si Satan. At yan po ang ituturo sa atin ni Pastor Tim today, entitled, Protecting the Seed that I Need. Good morning, farmers. Uh, lahat tayo mga farmers na because we're following Jesus and Jesus told a foundational parable. The parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4, na kung saan the sower is yung taong nagtatanim ng mga buto, and the seed is the word of God, the soil is the condition of our hearts when we hear the word of God. And Satan is the bird who's a thief who always eats away the seed when he can. So if my heart is the soil, In order for me to be productive, I need the seed, God's Word. Hindi optional. I need the seed. The law of nature, the law of the harvest necessitates. Kailangan talaga na meron seed na may titanim. It's crazy if you expect to harvest watermelon when you planted corn. But it's even crazier to expect corn When you planted nothing. Now listen, God loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life. He sent Jesus, His Son, to rescue, to redeem us. But every benefit, lahat ng mga pakinabang na ibinibigay, lahat ng grace niya, ng binibigay ng Diyos sa atin, it comes in a seed form. And so we've got to get hungry for seed. We've got to get desperate for the Word of God to be sown in our hearts. There is power in the seed of God's Word. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2 says, Intensely crave the pure spiritual milk of God's Word, for this milk will cause you to grow into maturity, fully nourished, and strong for life. James 1 verse 21 says, Humbly absorb God's Word, which has been implanted within our nature. For the Word of life has power to continually deliver us. May power sa seed ng salita ng Diyos. There's a power built into that seed. It's amazing. No one really knows how it works. Scientists have studied this for centuries, but they cannot replicate a seed. Something so small, yet 
it has so much power inside of it and it can become something so big a small seed can become a tree amazing that a little small seed actually contains a tree inside of it what's more is it actually contains countless trees inside and the seed has reproductive power mind-blowing power there's power in the seed of God's Word there's a, so much potential in the seed of God's Word the potential of God's Word can supernaturally advance you and take you from one place in your life to another God's Word has the potential to enable you to do things you can never accomplish by yourself I mean, you can't change yourself, but the seed of God's Word in you can transform your life, can break strongholds of addictions and depression, wrong thinking, can change bad attitudes, can transform unhealthy relationship cycles and bring effortless changes and upgrades in every area of your life. There's so much potential, so much power in the Word of God. And because I need that seed so much, I also need the sower. The sower is the one who plants seeds. And I need the seed, so I need the sower in my life. Someone to preach to me and to scatter sharing God's words. So now, I can watch preaching online. I mean, you could feed your mind all day. So, magagaling mga preachers. But you need the God-assigned sower. The sower that God assigned for you. The danger today is many Christians have lots of preachers they'll listen to, but few shepherds they'll actually submit to. Few sowers that they'll actually be open and receptive and submit to receive the, the word of life being spoken Now, some people become skeptical and negative about that word submit. As soon as you say submit to your shepherd, your leaders, no, I submit to God, not man. God is perfect. Man is not. Well, that's true. But take note, in this parable, God is not the sower. God is the owner of the field. He's the owner of the farm. And the sower doesn't have to be perfect. The sower is not God. He just has to have the seed of God. The seed that you need. And to be willingly and proactively planting God's Word in your life. Listen. Hindi lahat ng mensahe na maririnig mo sa internet is for you. But God has a sower that He's given certain seed to that is specifically for the field or the farm he was assigned to. And God has a specific word, a specific kind of seed that he wants to sow into your life. Ito dumadaan sa kanyang sower. Now, the sower has his style of preaching that might not be so special sa mga ibabang bukid. But if God has placed you in a church... He has assigned a sower for you to receive from. And you are wise to honor 
the God-given sower. And be thankful that you have a church family where you can flourish and thrive and you are not an orphaned planting struggling to survive. Now, God has planted a seed inside of you and that seed does have a destiny and a purpose. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. God said, the rain and the snow cause the grain to grow producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It's the same with my word. I send it out and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You see, God has a purpose and his seeds will accomplish that purpose. God's enemy, Satan, wants to abort the life, the growth, and the fruitfulness in your life. You know what? Nakaka-relate din talaga ako sa power and potential ng isang seed. I remember kasi nung bata pa ako, no? Because lumaki ako sa very religious family line. Pero hindi ako nagtapos na religious din katulad nila sa bahay namin. Well, they used to teach us to pray. Pero sa mga yung angel-angel na display, yung maliliit, eh sandamakmak na ganun yung meron kami sa bahay namin. So, ako naman nag-oobey ako. Pero to be honest, ako ako doon. Pero there was this one time, no, narinig ko yung pinsan ko. She was teaching her daughter, and then sabi niya, Jesus, thank you for the food. Jesus, I love you. Ganon. And I was like, sino na naman si Jesus? Kasi sa dami pa naman ng meron sa bahay namin, sino si Jesus? Of course, years past, maraming nang, nangyari sa buhay ko. Nagkaisip na ako, mm-hmm. and hindi naging peaceful and maayos yung life ko. And then I realized that the name of Jesus is actually the seed na naplan sa heart ko nung narinig ko yung pangalan niya. Kaya din siguro napunta ako sa iba't ibang churches dito sa San Fernando. Halos lahat na yata na-attendan ko na. Pero, oh, halos. Pero the thing is, ang point ko rito, nagkaroon ng seed sa heart ko and nagkaroon ako ng desire to be planted sa isang church kahit na hindi ako aware na yun pala yung hinahanap ng heart ko to be content and satisfied with life. So, yung seed na yun, nag-remain siya until I got here sa SFCC last 2014. Then, nadiligan yung seed na yon with the Bible verse, yung sikat na Jeremiah 29.11 para sa mga taong naghahanap ng purpose and hope and meaning in this life, sabi niya doon sa Tagalog, sapagkat batid kong lubos ang mga plano ko para sa iyo, mga planong hindi mo ikakasama kundi para sa iyo ang ikabubuti. Ito'y mga planong magdudulot sa iyo ng kinabukasang punong-puno ng pag-asa. Ikaw, may life verse ka ba? Uh, yes, meron akong life verse. Siyempre, lately lang, uh, ito yung parang talagang tumatak sa puso ko. Ano? Sabi sa uh, Psalm 16.8, sabi doon, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Wow! So, yung verse din na yun sa akin, no, I really kept that word. Naging life verse ko siya, especially during those times na, Lord, ayoko na talaga, pwedeng umuwi na dyan sa langit. And hindi lang one time yung mga seasons na yun, eh. Parang dito sa atin, sa Philippines, diba? Pag-ulan ngayon, hindi mo alam, sunod makalawas, summertime na. So, yeah, yung seed na yun, it kept me going and nagkaroon ako ng breakthrough dahil doon. 
And then, another season came sa life ko and I ended up saying na naman, Lord, pagod na ako. Pwede bang umuwi na dyan sa langit? Di ba? Paulit-ulit. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, God is patient naman and He knows that we are a work in progress. So, during those times, He gave me a different verse, Ecclesiastes 3.11. Sabi niya doon, He has made everything beautiful in His time. So, this is another seed na nareceive ko from God to plant in the garden of my heart. So, whenever God gives a seed, keep it, protect it, because God's word will not return to Him void. It will accomplish its purpose. Alam mo ba kung gano'ng ka-powerful yung mga seeds na yun sa life ko? Gano? Wow. Hindi lang siya naging mere words eh. They're, they become my life support. Diba? Alam mo sa hospital, kapag yung patient ay as in wala ng buhay, pero hindi nila ma-let go, naglalagay sila ng life support. So, ganun yung nangyari sa akin. I've already given up on life. Kasi, hindi ko na kaya eh. Pero, God didn't actually give up on me. So, hindi lang life support yung binigay niya sa akin, but the life itself. Kayo, gusto niyo ba mga kapatid? Eh, not just life support, but the life itself. So, if you are holding on to a thread, trying to live like a zombie, surviving on your own, why don't you receive God's seed today? Dahil never kanyang sinukuan eh. Diba? Yeah. Napaka-powerful talaga ng seed ni God. So, akalain mo sa liit ng isang seed is kaya niyang mag-grow ng napakalaki. Kaya naman, ano, sa sobrang powerful at importante ng seed, talagang masasabi natin na kailangan natin ito. So, di lang gusto, no? Di lang dapat tayong tipong, I want the seed. Dapat tayong tipong, ano, sasabihin natin na I need the seed. Sabihin mo ngayon, ano, kung nasaan yeah. ka man yun, sabihin mo, I need the seed. Yeah, tama, tama. We all need the seed. Don't yeah. just survive on your own. Live and thrive because of that small little seed. Pero, may potential and power pala. Get that seed. Plant it in the garden of your heart. And of course, allow God to grow you and plant you in His garden too. Mm-hmm. So, kapag pala, naplant ka na sa isang garden, of course, kailangan mo ng someone to cultivate you yes. and take care of you. And who will that be? No? Yun ay ang walang iba kundi yung sower. Di ba? Yung mananim. No? Kung, or magsasaka. May tanong ako sa inyo. Masaya ba sa loob ng church? Ito, isa pang tanong. Nakaka-bless ba ang magkaroon ng church family? Yes. Yes, tama. Di ba? Amen. And I remember, no, dahil sa saya ko na magkaroon ng church family personally, may mga kilala o sabi na natin na, na kaibigan ako na, and you know, just like any other friend, gusto ko din na maranasan nila yung mga magagandang naranasan ko sa loob ng church. So, I decided to share Jesus to them. And then, nadala ko naman sila sa church pero for how many Sundays only? Until I talk to One of them, kasi nga, gustong gusto ko na maplan sila, maranasan nila yung kagandahan ng pagkakaroon ng church family. Then, ito ang sabi ng isang kaibigan ko sa akin. Sabi niya, ang importante daw is naniniwala siya na si Jesus ay kanyang Lord and Savior. At yun, nag-decide siya na not to join any church. Which is tama naman yung, yung na importante ay naniniwala siya kay Jesus as Lord and Savior. Pero, what concerns me, no? is kung ano ang mangyayari sa seed na naitanim sa kanya. Kasi not every day 
is rainy day. Minsan may tagtuyo at maswerte ka kung minsan lang. E paano kung madalas ang tagtuyo, di ba? Who will water the seed inside of you? Pag everything seems dry. Problems, depressions, those are example of dry moments. Sino ang magbubungkal ng puso mong naninigas na dahil sa tagtuyo kung mas pinili mong mapalayo sa sower? So, alam mo nyo ba na mas maganda talaga na planted tayo, di ba partner, sa isang church family? At nagsasabit tayo sa mga God-given people or sower ng ating buhay. Alam nyo ba na hindi aksidente? na nandito ka ngayon, nandito ikaw, di ba? Yeah. Sa SFCC, nakaupo, o nakikinig kung saan ka man ngayon, hindi aksidente na si ganito, ganyan ang nag-introduce sa'yo kay God. Lahat ng yan, I believe, we believe, yeah. ito ay plano ni God. Just like sa kung papaano ka dumating sa mundong ito, di ba? May sarili kang tatay, may sarili kang nanay, hindi pa pwedeng makikinanay ka sa, <laughs> makikinanay tayo sa nanay ng ibang tao or makikitatay tayo sa tatay ng iba, di ba? Kaya ganun din dapat tayo pagdating sa spiritual na buhay. Ano? God sent a sower na talagang especially para sa'yo to plant a seed sa heart mo everyday. So again, sino ba si sower? Ano? Yun ang cell leader mo, di ba? Or yun yung someone na nag-invite sa'yo dito sa church. Yes. Or yun yung si pastor team. Yes, alam mo share ko lang, no? Before pa ako dito sa, napunta sa church. Yes, ano yun? And yun nga, naka-experience ako ng church family, bago pa lang ako sa cell group, and sa relationship ko sa leader ko. So, I have this thought na ayoko yung mga i-share sa kanya yung mga inuud na parts ng life ko kasi hindi ako comfortable eh. Tsaka hindi pa ganun kalalim yung trust ko sa kanya. Yeah. Before, I remember back in college, tinanong niya ako, And then, sabi niya, mag-meet up tayo. Available ka ba for cell group? Pero, instead na nagpakita ako sa kanya, sumama ako sa mga barkada ko and nag-chill kami. Wow. Later on, <laughs> nakita pala niya ako sa plaza. Uh-huh. Medyo masyang na ganun. So, kinabukasan Ay, kasi noon. <laughs> kinabukasan noon, may Saturday jam para sa mga youth. Uh-huh. So, nag-attend pa rin ako. And then after ng service, kinausap niya ako about what happened that night. And may perspective ako na if I made a mistake, I am no longer accepted and I don't belong. So nagilay ako sa kanya and I told her na hindi ako minum kasi feeling ko makikick out na ako sa church. Pero ang nangyari is, I gave up on lying on that moment. So binigay ko sa kanya yung inuun na part ng life ko and she helped me na ma-approve yung maling na itanim sa heart ko and she said you're accepted and this well madami pa siyang sinabi pero yun yung seed na naitanim sa akin when she approved the lie that i am not accepted i don't belong from that point on na nag-start ako na mag-open up more sa life ko especially yung mga madudumi na part so she can help me clean up yung garden. Wow, ang ganda naman ng testimony mo, no? So, yeah. you see kasi, yung sower mo lang ang mas nakakaalam kasi kung ano ang mga treatment ang kakailanganin mo sa soil, which is yung heart mo, ano, para mas lumago ang seed inside. That's why you choose to honor the sower, submit to the sower, and decide to have an intimate relationship sa sower mo. Dapat ganun tayo sa sower natin who keeps planting seeds sa heart natin. 
Ano, ako may kwento rin ako, no? So, hindi yeah. lang pwede ikaw. Yeah. So, ako personally, may mga times na na-challenge ako na mag-submit sa sower or sa leader ko. And I know, kayo rin. Lahat tayo dumarating sa point na ganyan. Ito yung mga times na kung saan, kailangan kong pumili, kailangan natin pumili in between kung ano sa tingin natin ang makakabuti sa atin or kung ano sa tingin ni leader ang makakabuti sa atin. Ano? Way back 2020 nung wala pang COVID noon, ano, during that time, I was planning to stay sa Quezon City for 6 months. Ano? Wow, tagal na. Ang tagal, syempre for the ito kasi for the review para sa architectural legendary exam. At the same time, tinanong ako ng leader ko na kung pwede, di na ako magpakalayo-layo pa and also follow up question niya sa akin is kung pwede daw akong kung willing daw akong magpa-train to become one of the primaries. No, syempre, first reaction ko is, sa mind ko is, no way. Sabi ko, no way. Although, parang awat. Ano, parang ganun. Pero sa isip lang yun. No? Kasi, na, kasi, first thing is, nakapag-downakot lahat-lahat sa review center, accommodation. Then, one thing pa is, paano ako makaka-focus sa review kung may iba akong ginagawa. Diba? So, to cut the long story short, I still decided to submit. No, kasi nangusap talaga si God sa akin ng time na yon. So, kinansel ko ang pagpunta sa Quezon. Yes, may pangihinayang kasi di na i-refund yung mga dinown ko. Pero, alam nyo ba kung ano ang naging benefit doon? Alam mo ba, partner? Ano ba? So, after ilang weeks, ano, kumalat na ang COVID sa Manila. Yes, and if, if I'm not mistaken, ano, Quezon City ang may pinakamaraming cases that time. Wow. I'm not saying na masaya ako na nagkaroon ng COVID, but, ano, I was thankful na I was not there during that time. The, yes. the exam was uh, was cancelled also until now. No, So, review centers were having a hard time adjusting sa situation. So, hindi sila makapagturo ng mabuti. At yung boarding house na tutuluyin ko sana is binenta. Oh. <laughs> yes, dahil sa yeah. mga COVID na related na reason. So, isn't it amazing dahil sa nagsubmit ako, di ba? Yeah. I was saved sa series of unfortunate na mga pangyayari na yon. And because yeah. nagsubmit ako, ako ngayon ay isa na ring sower mismo. Yes, grabe. So, ang tanong, what happens pag lumago na ang seed sa puso natin? Listen to this. When you get the word, you get the bird. Satan. Let me say that again. Tuwing nakakarinig ka ng salita ng Diyos, you get the word, kasama na doon, you're going to get the bird. Satan wants to take away your seed. Because the word of God in your life, kung siyang tumubo, lalago yan, it can defeat him. The word of God will defeat Satan. That's why ayaw niya na ito ay maitatanim sa puso mo. Revelations chapter 12 verse 11 says, Natalo ng mga kapatid natin ang devil. Ginamit nila ang dugo ng tupa at ang katotohanan na prinich nila. 1 John 3.8 Dumating ang anak ng Diyos para sirain ang gawa ng devil. 1 John chapter 2 verse 14 Malakas kayo. Nasa buhay niyo ang salita ng Diyos at tinalo niyo ang masama. So, the devil knows na talo siya pag naitanim ang Word of God sa matabang lupa, sa soil of a receptive, fertile heart. So, you've got to protect the seed from the bird, from Satan who wants to steal it. 
John chapter 10:10. Dumating ang magnanakaw para lang magnakaw, pumatay at manira. And the devil is not really after you. I mean, you and me, we're not that important. He's just trying to steal your seed. Yan ang target niya. His target is the seed. It says in Mark chapter 4 that as soon as the heart hears the message, Satan comes and takes it away. It's like sa mga sports, no? Pag napasa yung bola sa isang tao, once you get the ball, lahat ng mga kalaban starts coming after you. They want to strip the ball away from you para hindi ka makascore. And we understand na ganong kahalaga ang Word of God. When you hear God's Word, Psalms 19.10 says the Word of God is more precious than gold. And you've got to guard the valuables. You've got to guard the Word of God that is so valuable in you. And if you guard your heart, listen, if you guard your heart, you'll protect the seed. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 23. Listen to this. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. They will impart true life, body and soul. Above all else, guard your heart. For it determines the course of your life. Ayun, tulad nga ng sinabi ni Pastor Tim, Satan will do his best para manakaw ang seed, which is yung word na naiplant sa puso mo. Because yung seed na yon ay threat para sa kanya. The word of God can brutally wound him. How? When you speak it? prayer, testimony, ano, speaking God's word. Example, Isaiah 53.5, By His stripes I am healed. Isaiah 43.4, I am precious and honored in God's sight. At alam nyo ba, sabi sa Ephesians 6.17, Word of God, sabi dito, yung word of God daw ay isang spada, sword of the spirit. At sabi naman sa Hebrews 4.12, Sharper than any two-edged sword, for the word of God is alive active and sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Kung yung mga plantito at plantita nga, sobra ang pag-protect nila sa mga halaman nila. No, minsan, ginagalagyan pa nila ng nets, mga pesticides. So, how much more yung word ni God, di ba, partner? Yes, ibig sabihin, ganun talaga ka-powerful ang seed na ito. At papaano natin paprotektahan ang seed? By protecting our heart. Kasi, dito nakatanim ang seed. Yes, tama. At para mas mabigyang linaw pa tayo kung papaano natin mas mapoprotektahan ang seed, dapat alamin din natin na kung papaano yung waste ni Satan to steal, kill, and destroy. And right now, let's hear more from Pastor Tim. There are three ways the bird tries to steal your seed. And these are also three times that you've got to be proactively protecting your seed. The first one is before you have the chance to hear God's Word. Right before. 
You know, there's a preparation here. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 11 says, we are not ignorant of his schemes. And last week, ang pinag-usapan natin is about preparation. So before Sunday starts, Saturday night palang, maghanda ka na. I-set up mo na ang damit mo para bukas. You know, set the alarm. I-ready mo ang tithes and offerings, ball pen, uh, word of God. And be ready even before you know that you're going to have a chance na makakarinig ng word of God. And then second one is during the preaching of God's word. Habang nakikinig ka sa word of God, it's important na you eliminate all distractions. Take ng notes. Shout Amen. Take seriously the buffet, the all-you-can-eat buffet of God's Word. When someone is preaching or teaching the Word of God, pag nag-quote ng Bible verse, you should clap. You should be ready and excited to receive. And so while you're hearing the Word of God, don't let the bird take your word. Don't let your mind wander. Don't let your stomach talk about food. Don't talk to the people around you about something na nonsense. Get into the Word of God. When it's time to eat the Word of God, take it seriously. And don't let the birds steal your Word. And then after, after you've just heard God's Word, that's another time that the bird tries to remove it. Kakainin niya yung Word. You know, sometimes on Monday pa lang, people don't even remember what the sermon was all about. And if you will just take home the handouts, review what you learned, pag-usapan about sa Word of God after the service, maybe share with others yung hindi nakapunta, i-kwento mo kung ano yung natutunan mo sa, sa church, testify, be in a cell group, maybe you're gonna post or tweet the top quotes or the truths from the message, review what you learned by listening sa MP3, go to the podcast and review. You know, we're doing everything we can to make it easy for you to hold on to the Word. Philippians chapter 2, verse 16 says, Hold firmly to the Word of life. Colossians 3, 16, Let the Word of Christ richly fill your lives. So, napakahalaga na before, don't let Satan get the Word. You know, be proactive be defensive guard your heart guard the time when you're going to hear the word of god don't let anything pop up to cancel your attending the service or the cell group and then during the time you're hearing the word of god eliminate distractions and then after make sure the bird cannot steal away what you've learned you won't forget it you won't lose it the more you will share it and enjoy it Napaka-importante nga naman na malaman natin ang strategies ni Satan, ano, like kung kailan siya umatake at uh, para makapag-prepare tayo at ma-counter natin ito naman. So, pero take note, di tayo dapat nagpe-prepare kung kailan aatake na si Satan. Dapat before pa siya umatake, prepared na tayo mismo, no? So, example ang mga sundalo. Hindi yan naman nagte-training, no, sa gitna ng laban. They undergo years and years of training para pagdating ng bakbakan, ready na silang sumabak. And another example is yung mga boxingero, di ba? Wala kang makikita ang boxingero 
na nagpupush up sa gitna ng main event mismo. Yes. Attack happens when you're in the position to hear the word of God. Yeah. And alam ni Satan kung gaano ka-powerful ang word ni Lord para sa'yo. Kaya nagpre-prepare din siya. Ano ba mga examples kung paano kapag nanakawan ng kaaway sa word of God na para naman talaga sa'yo? So, before ka pumunta ng service o kaya ng cell group, tambak yung labahan, eh, pwede ka namang maglaba Saturday or right after the service or sa cell group and then yung mga house chores, kung pwede namang ischedule mo, wag lang pag-service na, ganyan. And then, magbabantay ng bahay. Di naman naalis yung bahay, di ba? Mm-hmm. And nag- yung negosyo, mas lalong lalago ang negosyo pag inuna natin si Lord. Tama, at isa pa, may mga instances din na inaya ng birthday, pwede namang humabol or i-schedule ng special birthday date, di ba? Yes. Traffic, kung pwede naman mag-travel ng 4 a.m., pero joke lang, <laughs> napakaaga naman, ano? Pero, di ba, much earlier than usual, sasabihing emergency, pero wala, wala lang palang sausawan sa bahay. Ano, sa, kailangan mag-grocery. Actually, madami pang pwede maging reason. Nag-interview kami, some of our kapatid sa Panginoon, kung ano yung mga distractions ng kaaway kapag mag-aate ng service. CG or magsusop at paano na-overcome at anong benefit panoorin nyo to madalas yung times na bago pa ako makapagsop inaantok na ako pero kapag sinunod mo kasi yung will ni Holy Spirit na mag-devote kay God maramdaman mo yung genuine joy eh. merong isang time inaantok na ako pero nagsop pa rin ako bigla ko lang na-realize na connected pala yung scripture na binigay sa akin ni God sa temptation na naramdaman ko then kinumagahan meron akong panlaban sa deception ng kalaban hindi ko na tuloy yung gagawin ko sana. Naranasan ko yung feeling na ayokong magpunta ng cell group and at the same time magpunta ng cell celebration because at that time, marami akong pinagdadaanan personally. And sa isip ko, ayokong pumunta kasi nahihiya ako at marami pang ibang feelings. Pero pumunta pa rin ako. At dahil doon, nung pumunta ako, nag-attend ako ng cell group and cell celebration, na-feel ko yung love ng mga leaders like sila Pastor Tim, Ate Bambi, Tita Aimee, mga kapatid ko at ang mga sowers, ng, sowers na nagbibigay ng word of encouragement sa akin. And dahil doon, ako ngayon ay lumalago at nagiging stronger every single day. And I thank God na ako ay planted sa isang church na kung saan ako ay naaalagaan. Uh, disappointments, hurts sa mga people. May line na sinabi sa akin si Satan na huwag ka nang pumunta kasi nasaktan ka. Which is, hindi ko ginawa. I choose to show up and connect sa leader ko and then i-receive yung word ni God dahil alam kong yun ang mas makakatulong sa akin. Na, nahiya akong humarap sa ibang tao. Pero... Umatid pa rin ako. I still press in sa cell group and sa pag-attend sa Sunday cell celebration. And siguro, malaking, napakalaking impact din yung mga ka-network ko and especially yung leader ko, which is the sower na laging nagbibigay sa akin ng encouragement and nagtatanim ng word of God sa puso ko. And now, mas na-experience ko yung love, yung peace, yung forgiveness and acceptance na nanggagaling kay Lord. And ngayon, mas na-enjoy ko yung buhay ko nakasama siya. Nagkaroon ng season sa life ko na nawalan ako ng gana umatin ng cell celebration and cell group. 
Pero, umaten pa rin naman ako. Then, ang naging result nito is, inopen ni God yung eyes ko na meron pala akong lie na pinaniniwalaan about sa kanya. Then, mas lalo ako nag-grow sa relationship ko kay God and mas naging na-empower ako sa mga kasama ko and especially sa leader ko. And now, dahil na-overcome ko na yon, alam ko na kung paano i-encourage yung mga disciple ko pag dumating naman sila sa point na nawalan sila ng gana umatin ng cell celebration and cell group. Nung buntis ako, napakahirap bumangon everyday kasi masakit ang likod, mabigat yung chan mo. So, andun yung temptation na huwag na lang kaya kong pumunta ng church. Lalo pag Sunday, parang siguro naman maintindihan nila pag di ako pumunta ng church. Pero, no, I am committed na pumunta pa rin ng church by God's grace, nakakabangon at pumupunta. And then, ganun din ulit yung feeling nung nanganak ako na a week after ko nanganak, kasandian nun, is I still chose to come to church kahit puyat sa gabi, kahit walang tulog, I still came every Sunday And then, not only that, it happened twice. Twice akong nanganak, magkasunod. So, andun yung struggle. And even right now, pag may sakit si Zoe at nagkataon na Sunday and nagka-pandemia, we still chose to come sa church. Not only online, but to really hear the Word of God. And ang naging benefit nito sa akin personally, narandaman ko in my spirit na nag-grow and nag-mature ako. Dahil, di ba nga sabi sa salita ng Diyos, faith comes hearing and hearing the Word of God. So, when we go to church, we can hear the Word of God. At yung mga naririnig nating salita ng Panginoon, yun yung nagtatanim sa puso natin para mas lalo tayong mag-grow at mag-mature as a Christian. So, partner, pag during naman, habang nasa kalagitnaan ka ng service no, or cell group, instead na you are physically present pero mentally absent pala, why not let's fix our eyes on Jesus? May times din nangyari to sa akin eh. I started to worry ng Saturday about something that concerns my finances. Then pagdating ng Sunday, nag-worship ako, nakikinig ako sa nagsasalita, nagsusulat ako sa handout, pero yung isip ko nasa ibang bagay. Kaya hindi talaga tumagos yung Word of God sa heart ko nung nagpe-preach that time. So, pwede din habang naririnig yung kuan, di ba, yung uh, preacher is iniisip kung ano ang kakainin mamaya. Siguro ko, Oo, nga, no? <laughs> sumisigaw na yung chan yun, nagre-reklamo na. At, binsan, uh, may ka-text ka habang nakikinig. Or, habang nagpe-preach, may ka-chat during sermon. Taking of pens, ayan, yung mga maingay na pen. Palitan nyo ng, uh, yung walang ganun. Ano, yung, uh, yung normal lang, di ba? So, Maybe, minsan, antok ka or puyat. Dahil ba, antok ka dahil sa kaka-Netflix, kaka-K-drama, kaka-Wattpad, kaka-chat, kaka-antay ng goodnight kahit wala naman kayo, di ba? <laughs> Actually, ang yung sitting position, isang factor din yan. Ano, ano, something to do with your alertness in receiving the Word of God. Yes. Yeah. So, after ng preaching naman or ng Word of God sa L group, yung handout, tinapon, kinalat kung saan-saan, pinagsigaha, pinagsulatan ng crush letter, pero di tinanggap. Tumiretso sa pasurahan, pinagsinis <laughs> ng table or ng upuan, umuwi ka kaagad para mag-k-drama o kaya mag-showtime o kaya nag-social media kaagad, nag-ano nag, ka na, kumain ka na ng spiritual junk foods, 
And isa sa best way para hindi manakaw and maisa po sa ang word is to apply it. And we wanna, we wanna hear more from Pastor Tim. Napakahalaga that you know God's word. You're familiar. And when you plant seeds of the word of God, it's got to be even before you need the fruit. May pakasabi na when is the best time to plant a tree? Ang sagot, 20 years ago. The second best time, today. So always be planting, be receiving the sowing of God's Word in your heart. Kahit na akala mo hindi mo kailangan na ngayon. But the best time to be having God's Word planted and farmed in your life is before you need it, before you're in a crisis, before your marriage starts to fall apart, before you're in a financial stretch, before you need the fruit or the harvest, be planting always. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23 says that we are born again from non-perishable seed that's planted within us. It's the living and growing Word of God. And I pray that you will take seriously this week and be protective of the seed. It is powerful. It has potential. But the bird is coming after your word. Don't let the bird steal your word. Guard your heart. Guard that time when you're going to receive the word of God. Before, during, and after that process. Always be guarding your heart. And don't let anything take away God's sowing into your life. Don't let your heart be offended at the sower. Always honor the sower and be thankful for the church field that God has planted you in. And for those of you na hindi pa nakatanggap kay Jesus, this is the great this is the great time right now to let the word of Christ give you new birth. In the Bible, the Word of God is often compared to a, a sperm. It's that which produces a, con, a conception. It conceives life. And if you receive the Word of Christ, if you believe in your heart and receive that Word, confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, there's going to be a new birth happen inside of you. And you'll never be the same again. There's an effortless transformation, effortless upgrades that will happen when you receive the Word of God and your heart is a good soil for that to grow in. So, ilagay mo, gamay mo sa dibdib and let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you sa teaching mo ngayon. And I pray that as we hear the Word of God, the bird will not be allowed to steal it away. We won't forget we won't grow bored. We won't grow tired of hearing your gospel, the good news that brings salvation to those who believe. So, Lord, today we ask you to let your word dwell in our hearts richly. Now I put, Lord, siyang tumubo at lumago sa aming mga puso, sa aming mga buhay, and it will produce fruit 30, 60, even 100 times more. So for your glory, do the work of producing a rich and reproductive harvest of good in my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor Tim, for that very meaty in a word 
of God for today. And also, thank you sa mga lahat ng nanonood na kung saan ka man ngayon. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for choosing to protect your heart, yung, uh, protect the seed inside of you from Satan habang nakikinig. Yes, and of course, we would like to invite you sa ating nalalapit na Soaking. Yes, Soaking. On September 4, 6 p.m., you can come face-to-face at San Fernando Christian Community, Santiago Norte. Pero kung hindi ka talaga makakapunta, you can still join us on christian.com.ph slash zoom and be there before 6 p.m. Yes, tama. Also, sabay-sabay po tayong ma-excite sa next part ng uh, ating uh, Change of Heart series. Party na po tayo next Sunday. Yes, see you next week and God bless. Bye.